Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, yeah, I'm concerned about what's going on in Washington, D.C. Yes, I'm concerned about the direction that our president is taking us. Yes, I am concerned about what's going on in the House of Representatives. Yesterday, they passed a piece of legislation that thumbs their nose at God himself. I'm concerned about all of that. But I am more concerned about what's going on in churches. Because I really believe that if churches in America would return to preaching, proclaiming the authority of God's Word and what is in it, without compromise, without apology. Remember all those bumper stickers that we used to see? God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Uh, No. Nope, 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 nope. Whether you believe it or not is irrelevant. Doesn't make any difference whether you or I believe it or not. God said it, that settles it. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. This is the 5 o'clock hour, and my telephone number is... 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I continue to say, and will continue to say, everything the liberal left touches, they kill, they destroy. That is absolutely true politically. It is even more true theologically. And here is an example. Um, when When you look at the spiritual heritage of America, it is it is something to behold. Some of the greatest revivals in the entire history of the church happened here in America. Now, some incredible revivals happened in Great Britain, but we've had some unbelievable revivals here in America. And I don't care what you have been told. If you do an objective study of the founding of our country, you must come to the conclusion that this country, without any without any debate whatsoever, was based on Judeo-Christian principles. Now, I've said this, I'm sure I've said it thousands of times in the last 30 years, so forgive me for the repetition, but it needs to be repeated. Not all of our founding fathers were born-again Christians that we today would call evangelical. That's true, but most of them were. It's true. Check it out. Most of them, most of our founding fathers, I would love to have sat down with them and talked theology. And they could, because they knew, read, and loved the Word of God. Now, those that were not Bible-believing Christians, 
had a huge, deep respect and honor for the Bible, for the Word of God. And every single one of them believed in a divine, sovereign creator. And every single one of them believed that our rights, our liberties, our freedoms came from God himself. That's why it talks about inalienable rights. Natural rights given to us by God, not government, not by legislation, not by people. They understood that there was a God, and we serve Him, not the other way around. That is indisputable. Well, I don't think Thomas Jefferson was really a Christian because, you know, there was that Bible with all the miracles. Okay. That story is usually taken out of context, and they don't understand why Thomas Jefferson did that Bible. It was for Native Americans, but anyway. So if you can prove, well, Thomas Jefferson wasn't a Christian, he still had enormous respect for the Word of God. Read his writings. Fast forward to today. We have lost most of our biblical foundation in America. At one time, the overwhelming, the overwhelming, the overwhelming majority of Americans believed the Bible. Now, they may not be in church every Sunday, but if you stopped them on the street and said, hey, you believe the Bible is true? Yeah. Well, they knew they might not be obeying it, but they knew it was God's Word. You would have found very, very... If you go back a hundred years, you would find very many Americans who would deny the authority of Scripture. Now, again, they weren't all living it, but they knew it. Today, the majority of Americans do not believe in the authority of the Bible. And sadly, tragically, the majority of people who call themselves Christians, the majority of those who call themselves Christian pastors, the majority of churches that call themselves Christian churches, do not any longer believe in the absolute authority of Scripture. Well, that was our foundation. That was the rock upon which this country was built. That was the thing that that held us all together, a, a common belief in a sovereign God, a sovereign creator. And we were his servants. We no longer had that. We have lost a great deal In fact, I would say probably most of our spiritual foundation. That's why when I think about the future of America, I'm concerned about the next election. I really am. And it looks like we're going to to see a Republican resurgence 
this coming November. All of the signs are pointed towards that. Good. I'm glad. I'm happy. Uh, do If that happens, and we vote the bums out, you hear that all the time. Vote the bums out. Uh, so we vote the liberals out of the Senate and the House of Representatives. We can't do it in the White House yet. Would I expect a huge turnaround in America because of an election? Nah. I would hope it'd be better. Maybe our progress downward would at least slow a bit. And, and the reason I went began on that little tirade on my little soapbox pulpit, I, I've got a story in my hand. One of the oldest and most beautiful churches in all of America recently put out a huge banner which proclaims what God says. Yeah. They put out a banner to tell everybody who walks by this church, drives by this church, what God has said. Wait till you hear what they believe God has said. We'll take a quick break, and I will uh, share with you the um, sad apostasy of one of America's oldest churches. Hang tight. Don't go away. We'll return. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I don't throw out the term blasphemy very often. In fact, very rarely. But I believe it is appropriate in this case for one of the oldest, most beautiful churches in America, the Church of the Covenant in Boston. Very old, historic church in Boston. Uh, It has gone through a whole bunch of denominational changes, and uh, it is currently, I believe, PCUSA. I believe. Presbyterian Church, uh, USA. And I believe that they're guilty of blasphemy. Why? Well, they have a large banner on the side of the church, and at the very top of the banner, it says, and God said, dot, 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 ellipsis, and God said. Now, listen to me carefully and follow my reasoning. If you proclaim that God has said something, If you put down anything other than what God has revealed in his word, you are blaspheming because you are attributing to God your thoughts, 
your beliefs, your emotions, your whatever. In other words, you become the authority, not God. If you put, and God said, you are representing God himself. Maybe an easier way to put it, you're putting words in the mouth of God. And you better be sure that they are the words that God has spoken. Well, here's what the banner says. And again, big banner, side of the church, Church of the Covenant, Boston. And God said, number one, top of the list, and God said, protect abortion access for all. What? God said, protect abortion access for all? Uh, No. He said exactly the opposite, that life is precious. All life is precious. I have referred often to the 80 verses of Scripture that refer to life in the womb that God recognizes as life. So that's top of the list. Protect abortion access for all. My opinion, blasphemy. Now, if they wanted to say, uh, we believe that Scripture implies... Or here's what we believe about abortion. Okay, you and I can debate it. But when you say, and God said, you are attributing to God protect abortion access for all. Number two, ensure black lives matter. Well, God did say that black lives matter because he said all people matter. But they're referring to the political movement, which is responsible for all kinds of violence, discrimination, and racism. Here's the next one. Honor bodily autonomy. I'd love to see the verse of Scripture for that. By the way, you've already guessed, there's not one Scripture reference to any of these. None. Zero. There are no Scripture references at all. They are saying publicly, loudly, proudly, this is what God says. They're going to give no evidence whatsoever where God said it. Um, Next, defend LGBTQ plus rights. Uh, no, God says exactly the opposite. Um, turn, or pardon me, end voter suppression. Boy, I'd love to see the reference for that. Turn guns into plows. Well, there is that thing about turning your sword into plowshares, but there's another verse that says turn your plowshares into swords. Hmm. And then this one. I'm sure that you may have read this verse of Scripture in your morning devotions. And God says, abandon fossil fuels. Yeah, you've read that many times in your Bible, haven't you? Abandon fossil fuels. 
provide sanctuary? How about abolish prisons? God said to abolish prisons? Uh, No, God didn't say that at all. Disarm hate. Speak truth. I got to love this one. God says, breathe. Well, that one, yeah. Out of the long list, well, yeah, God, you could probably imply from a couple of scriptures to breathe. And then at the bottom, in other words, love. The uh, catch-all phrase for any kind of sin, any kind of depravity that you want to involve yourself in, you just simply say, well, that's love. Again, this is um, a banner on the side of the Church of the Covenant in Boston. And it all begins with, and God said. Now, maybe you don't agree. That's blasphemy. Putting words in God's mouth that he never said, never meant. And again, I think maybe most important, no proof, no evidence, no scripture reference whatsoever because the liberal left does not deal with facts or truth, but feeling and emotion, politically, theologically. Theologically. 